hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. So California isn't the only thing on fire these days, <laughs> right? Lots of folks' finances are on fire, but this fire is actually one that builds things up and helps folks and some others thrive. We're talking about financial independence, retire early, or the fire movement that so many folks are interested in these days. So you're listening to Queer Money Podcast episode 285. And just like the LGBT flag seems to be ever evolving, so is the definition of fire. So today we're sharing with you our twist on the fire definition and seven different types of fire or different flavors or colors of what financial independence retire early could look like. So remember, we make the Queer Money podcast for you. Please post your Queer Money questions in the Queer Money Facebook group. We may ask your question in an upcoming episode. And if you are watching us on YouTube, those of you who are just listening to the podcast, you may want to jump over to YouTube. We have a little challenge. If you look at last week's episode and this week's episode, we have a little challenge. Something unique or funny changed about us. And if you direct message us on our Instagram feed, that's at Queer Money Pod. Tell us what that is. We'll send you a Queer Money coffee mug. If more than one person answers, though, we will draw from those who got the correct answer. <laughs> and people are going to be like, um, guys, you aren't as funny as you think you are. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so now on with the show. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. Queer Money is made possible by Capital One. Capital One believes that financial well-being includes your mental, physical, and financial health. Check out CapitalOne.com today. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Queer Money Podcast. Uh, John and I are going to be continuing this theme of FIRE on the Queer Money Podcast, partly because John and I see how empowering it is to folks and believe that empowerment is something that our community can really hop on and really enjoy and help build up the LGBT community. So as we talked about on episode 281, what LGBTQ financial independence is, now we want to talk about the variety or different flavors of what financial independence retire early or the FIRE definition is. You know, what's interesting is that there are a lot of folks who feel like there is this kind of locked in, the only way you can define FIRE, um, and we call these in the community, we call these people the FIRE police. They believe that there's only one way to define FIRE. But the reality is, just like there are a variety of ways of defining retirement, there's a variety of ways of defining what financial independence and retire early looks like. And when you think about retirement, right, there are folks who who love to travel nonstop. There are folks who hop in an RV and they drive around the country. There are folks who, when they retire, they devote themselves to something that they're very passionate about. So just like there's a lot of different things that people can do in retirement, there's all these different definitions. And the FIRE community and the personal finance community seems to be adding definitions from time to time. And so we're going to throw in a couple of our own here based on our own circumstances and what we see other people doing. So we're going to talk about seven different ways to look at and maybe think about your for yourself 
what fire might be or financial independence, retire early might be because the different flavors may be appealing to you. One may be appealing to you while others may not be. And again, this is why we want to be cautious about anyone saying, oh, the only way that you can reach fire or have fired or be a part of the fire movement is if you're working towards this one single definition. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to turn off folks from trying to achieve financial independence. And I think the main reason is because what we talked about in episode 281 is that there is so much freedom that comes from working towards and actually achieving financial independence at these various levels. And I think it's it's that freedom we need to hold on to, to be cognizant of the fact that two people can both have fired and their retirement or their fire lifestyle can look completely different. And we want to be open to whatever lifestyle people want to live. And we don't all necessarily have the same ideals. We don't all necessarily want to pursue the same things. We might all want our retirement to look God. different. You know, it's I think the archaic definition of retirement where I'm just going to stop working and sit on the porch in my rocking chair for the rest of my life for the next seven years, that has thrown out the window. Right. But I think also some people are thinking to themselves, I don't want to just like go golfing every day or go fishing every day, right? There's, there's, I want to be able to do more. I might want to work for a nonprofit. I might want to actually have a part-time job doing something else that's completely different than what my primary career was during my primary working years. There's all different kinds of flavors and colors of fire. So we want to be open to all of that. So people can design or architect whatever life that they want. I think it's also important to remember that there are pros and cons, I think, right. to almost every definition of fire. So you, you got to figure out which which is most ideal for you, which is most possible for you, and then pursue that accordingly. Right. So why don't we start off with the sort of standard traditional definition of fire, David? Right. So And, and I think what plays into this original first definition is this idea that you've reached a certain level of you have a certain level of assets, investments that allow you to maybe no longer have to contribute towards your retirement. So in this first original definition of financial independence, retire early, this is the one that kind of, I think, started it all because it was the closest to the actual old definition of retirement, right? I'm done with work. Now I'm going to, as John said, sit on the porch in a rocking chair. I'm just finished with working. So that's really kind of what the first definition is about is that you are now living 100% off of the income that your retirement investments have created for you. You're making little additional investment. You're just basically managing your portfolio of your investments. And that is basically, quote unquote, your job. And that's, I mean, that's what traditional retirement is. But the reality is, is that a lot of these folks have reached that much earlier than the traditional retirement ages of mid 60s to early 70s. The definition of this is oftentimes people who are 50 or younger have reached this point where they can live 100% off of the income from their investments. And what's interesting is that they these individuals are they were drawing all of that income from these as their primary source of income. It doesn't mean that that that's the only source of income you have, but it is the primary and as close to that 100% as you can get. So I think the appeal with this definition is that it meets the more traditional definition of retirement, which many people still may think that that's what they want. 
but it's also a lot harder for people to achieve, right? Because not everybody has the same type of job, earns the same type of money, um, is fortunate enough to be able to have the same kind of career, live in the right city, have the right support systems, right? So this kind of sort of, I think, sort of is maybe the, the most elite definition right. of fire that that we don't want to preclude everybody else from because there are other flavors and colors, as we said. So, but that doesn't mean that this isn't something to aspire to and that many people, even in the queer community can achieve. It's just a little bit challenging. It's probably the most difficult to achieve. Well, and you know, a good example of this, we just recently this week spoke with Allie and Allison of All Options Considered. They got to that point, uh, right? They got to that point where they had enough investment income uh, from their investments and specifically uh, predominantly in their retirement accounts that they can live off of that income. They don't work and they don't really earn any money from outside. Uh, so they are kind of the, I would say, the queer definition of this, the primary definition of FIRE or financial independence, retire early. And they are great inspirations. Definition number two probably is the definition that David and I most meet. We will add here that uh, you can maybe be a combination of these seven definitions. You don't have to just fit into to one bucket uh, as we'll elaborate on later. But David and I consider us ourselves, mostly financial, independent, retire entrepreneur. And folks who fall under this definition typically are earning anywhere from 50 to 100% of their income from a side business, not because not from their traditional job because they've quit their traditional job. They, they, have, they started a side hustle at some point, and that now is their primary source of income, anywhere from 50 to 100%. But they, they have other assets, such as we have assets in the stock market that help supplement or augment what we earn from the, the business that we've created through DebtFreeGuys.com, uh, Queer Money Podcast, as well as uh, DebtLasso.com. You'll find a lot of people who are in the personal finance blogging space, podcasters, authors of books about fire or financial independence. We all kind of fall under this category, but there are other entrepreneurs that fall under this category, such as those who have Etsy stores, people who uh, are eBay resellers and or product flippers, freelancers of any sort of shapes, flavors, and sizes. But basically, these people no longer need to make additional contributions to their retirement, but they do need to make some additional money through other streams of income that may not necessarily fall under the traditional definition of a nine to five job. Right. And this is the reason why John and I kind of put ourselves in this category is not only the, the entrepreneurial side, because we still, our daily living expenses come from our business, but we invested early on in our careers. And we we really scaled back our living expenses so that we could put a lot of money, a lot of our in, what we were making into our retirement accounts that allowed us to get to this point where technically we don't have to ever put money in a retirement account anymore. We believe that we will get to a point where we will be able to retire and live a very comfortable retirement based on that amount of money as long as markets continue to go up as they do average over the years, right? <laughs> Capital One strives to inspire a better financial path for everyone, including the LGBTQ plus community through access to credit, tools to manage debt, and product features. Digital products such as CreditWise and Eno are designed to take the stress out of money by helping you manage credit, a key source of potential stress, and stay on top of spending without worrying all the time. Sign up for CreditWise for free today. All right, definition number three, and this is one that we're kind of throwing in the mix here 
that some people who call themselves fire really kind of, in our opinion, land in this particular category. And that's financial independence, retire investor. And we believe that this is specifically true of those individuals who are, say, for example, in the real estate investing arm of fire. So these folks are taking a lot of time and energy in their daily lives to spend on investing, either learning about investing or creating their retirement uh, investment portfolio based on real estate. So it's not that these individuals are no longer working altogether. They are actually working towards building their investment portfolio. And really their goal here is to grow their investments, to pump up their retirement balances so that they have even more money when it comes to retiring. They want a higher cash flow. We'll talk about why they might want to do this in these next two examples. <laughs> exactly. I would also argue that there are a lot of people who retire from their day job and become day traders or active investors. I would think they would fall under this particular right. category too. So they're not growing the diversity within their portfolio by adding real estate into the mix. They're mostly invested in the stock market and they use their day trading or their active investing to help grow their assets and maybe even generate income for themselves. Right. Then there's definition number four, lean financial independence, retire early. This is for those who have quit the nine to five job and are living on less than the average daily or average annual expenses for US households, and that is about $61,000. So often lean retirees seek out a low cost of living location in which to live, and they live on a very strict budget. Those folks are withdrawing from the retirement assets as their primary source of income, and they've got to stretch those retirement assets as long as possible because they have retired early, but they don't necessarily have enough assets that would meet the gold standard of having been fired. Right. I think what's interesting, this one and the next one, when we talk about this US average of income or household income of $61,000, this is just kind of the US average. Obviously, it's going to fluctuate, right? If you're already living in a very high cost area of the country, so say, for example, you live in New York or San Francisco and cost of living is very high there, you may be living lean fire by definition, but you're still spending way way above that $61,000. You're spending at the average or slightly below the average of what your city or your location is. So lean can apply. It, the number isn't fixed. You have to be living on $61,000 or less per year, right? It's not that it's fixed. It's that you really operate on a lean budget when it comes to wherever you're living, right? And that's why the opposite of lean fire is actually fat fire. And that's individuals who are living on more than that $61,000 average. Again, not a hard and fast rule, but oftentimes fat retirees, uh, fat retirees, that's bad. <laughs> fat fire individuals are individuals who who have significantly more than kind of this traditional idea of having 25 times your salary in retirement. So if you were making $50,000 a year at 25 times that $1.25 million, then that would kind of be the definition of an individual in fat fire. They have significantly more than that. I oftentimes, when I think about individuals in fat fire, that a lot of times these are individuals who got their maybe by one of two means, right? Maybe you worked for a startup company and because of that, you had a lot of your retirement portfolio was invested in that startup and then that startup blew up, right? And all of a sudden now you have 
maybe millions or even tens of millions of dollars in your retirement account, and you're able to retire fat fire because of that. Or flip side, let's say, for example, you invested when you were in your retirement portfolio, you invested in a company that really took off. Let's say 10 years ago, you invested in Tesla, right? And now all of a sudden your portfolio is worth $10 million because of that investment. Hopefully you diversified a little bit, but that could be an example of how you get to, to fat fire or you just work and made a lot of money. You made a shitload of money and you put it all into retirement, right? So one of the things with Fat Fire, and I think a lot of folks would like to get to this point, is that you are withdrawing a significant amount of money from your retirement accounts every year to live off of and are able to really kind of live a fat lifestyle, right? That's why it's called Fat Fire. <laughs> exactly. So definition number six is coast financial independence, retire early. So folks who are coast... <laughs> have quit their high stress nine to five job because they saved enough. So they no longer need to set aside money for retirement, but they still need income to live off of so as to not touch the retirement nest egg. Uh, this kind of, it meets a little bit of uh, what Dave and I are doing. Yes, we're a retired entrepreneur, but we are, are kind of coast fire as well. So, uh, but these folks typically take on a nine to five job of some sort. They may not necessarily find themselves in the entrepreneurial crowd, although they might maybe a little bit because they've diversified income streams, but they may also be working at a lower paying job um, that allows them to kind of augments their, their freedom um, and allows them to be able to choose their location, the, how much time that they work, the types of relationships that they have and whatnot. Many of these folks work in low stress jobs, ideally, right? Because they've left the high stress nine to five. And they're like, I'm not doing that anymore. But they're like, they, th they see themselves as saying, oh, I could, I could do this other job that's a little bit less stressful. Oftentimes, maybe they're working for a nonprofit. So they're not earning huge income. Um, they're just earning enough to help coast them through until they can actually start tapping into that retirement nest egg that they've saved. Yeah. You know, honestly, I, when I think about Coast Fire, I oftentimes think about, we would get those messages when we worked in corporate America. I don't know if you have received these, those messages that so-and-so at the company is moving on to pursue other opportunities <laughs> that they would enjoy, right? It's a kind of a nice way of saying that they're leaving the company to go off and do something that they care more about than working here at the company now, right? Or and, this person needs to leave because there's some uh, drama. <laughs> right. Well, more often than not, I think it's, they want to pursue something that they're passionate about. And that's that would be a, a lot of times that's these kinds of folks. So, and it really is this idea that you have made some significant advances in your finances and you do want to sort of coast. You're no longer really pushing hard towards that next career level, towards that next retirement number you're really starting to kind of back down and relax in life a little bit. I think what most of us would really want to have, right? Coast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the last definition that seems to be a, a newer definition is barista fire. This is really the idea that um, similar to Coast Fire, you have been able to reach a certain amount in your retirement assets that you no longer need to add to it. But you want, still want to have a job, but this is really focused on kind of the part-timers, right? This is the part-timer crowd who get the job so they can have some additional income so they don't have to take so much money out of their retirement assets. 
to live off of. They're oftentimes taking out less than 50% of their retirement assets and they have a part-time job. And more often than not, they have that part-time job so they can have a little bit of income plus the healthcare benefits. Cause that is one of the biggest expenses for a lot of folks who decide to retire is no longer having healthcare benefits from an employer. So those are our seven different types of fire. Uh, stay tuned for our queer money takeaway for this week. Make sure to check out more ways that Capital One can help you achieve financial well-being at CapitalOne.com. That's CapitalOne.com. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Queer Money Podcast. Here's your takeaway from this Queer Money episode. Please do not avoid reaching for or trying to pursue financial independence because you cannot reach some sort of quote-unquote gold standard of fire. Right? There are all these different flavors out there. Do your research, pick one that is appealing and possible for you, and then pursue that. And remember, you can always jump from one to the other if you get to a certain point. Exactly. Then look out for next week's episode when we share 13 different ways to save money during the holiday season. Yes, it's that time of the year again. (laughs) So lock your wallet. (laughs) And finally, remember, we make the Crim Money podcast for you. So please post your money questions in the Crim Money Facebook group, and we may answer your questions in an upcoming episode. Thank you, and we will talk with you next week. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.